Hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. Some of you have written in some questions that you have and really kind of follow up to this uh, series in Revelation and we really love hearing from you. So we thought we might cover a couple of those questions today and since they're kind of similar we thought we would just kind of uh, have both of them together. So one of them has to do with this revival that we've heard talked about in the last days. And then the second one is um, doesn't the Bible say that the gospel has to go to the whole world before Jesus comes back? Well, it says the gospel has to go to the whole world before the end. Okay. Uh, but that's a, that's a great question, and I'm going to give the best answer that I can give today. Okay. But actually, I have a whole sermon coming up on this yes. later in the book of Revelation. So I guess one could probably say that the gospel has been preached in just about every part of the world already. But I, mm -hmm. I personally believe that this is a reference to what's going to happen in the tribulation. Right. You know, one of the most exciting things about the tribulation is that it may be the greatest evangelistic outreach in all of history. In fact, I feel sure it'll be the greatest outreach that happens within any seven year period of time. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and again, if, if I'm just going over this real fast and, and you miss some of it, I got a whole message coming up on this. It's really a wonderful thing. We read in Revelation chapter seven and 14, about 144,000 who are sealed. These are all Jewish people who have come to faith in Jesus Christ. I remember years ago hearing a prophecy scholar say that uh, these are 144,000 Jewish Billy Grahams. Mm. They are Jewish people. And again, as I've shared with you already in the series, God begins to work again with Israel and, and he's got unfinished business with them. We saw that in the book of Daniel uh, with those seven years that are left over of Daniel's 70th, uh, 70th week. But uh, clearly they, they go throughout the world sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. And, and when you read later on in chapter seven, uh, after those 144,000 witnesses share faith, there's this innumerable crowd that no one can, can measure. And these are believers who are martyred for their faith during the tribulation because they won't take the mark of the beast, the mark mm. of the antichrist, and because of their profession of faith in Jesus Christ. So you're going to have 144,000 Jewish billigrams going throughout the world testifying of their faith in Jesus Christ. But you also have something else that happens. In chapter 11, there are two witnesses. And what's interesting, and there's so many things that are interesting about these two witnesses. Uh, the Antichrist and his crowd can't stop them. And they preach for three and a half years. Mm. And no, no telling how many, you know, millions of people will be saved through their witness. And clearly because they are visible, I'm sure through means of electronic technology, I, I feel sure people will be saved all around the world. Now, who are those two witnesses? Scholars mm. have, have been curious about that for a long time. There are two primary theories. Uh, one would be that these witnesses are Elijah and Moses because the Bible tells us they have the power to shut up the heavens so that it wouldn't rain. Well, that sounds like Elijah. And of course, there's a reference in the Old Testament to Elijah coming before the end. Uh, and Moses, um, because they will also be able to do signs that Moses uh, was allowed to do before the Israelites exited uh, Egypt. Others say that perhaps it's Elijah and Enoch, and the reason mm -hmm. why they say that is ultimately the Antichrist will be allowed to kill them, mm -hmm. uh, and Elijah and Enoch, neither of them suffered physical death. So some say, well, because they didn't suffer physical death, 
and they were taken while they were still alive, that perhaps it's Elijah and Enoch and they will have to die. But one thing that I love about this is their death is short-lived. And there's something that I tell you, it just really reminds me of what I see in the world today because the attitude of the world when the Antichrist is finally allowed to kill them is ecstatic. They are, in fact, the Bible says for three and a half days, the whole world will look at them. It's a big celebration. Yeah, and the, the Bible says they people on the earth celebrate and give each other gifts like it's Christmas because these two guys are finally dead. And yet with the whole world watching, God is going to let them ascend to heaven, uh, which is going to be really exciting to see. So all that aside to say that in the tribulation period, millions and millions innumerable number the bible says of, of people who will be saved and i have my own theories about that i'm watching some of the things that are happening in israel right now we're seeing uh, there's a group of, of people in israel that are getting more focused on god's word they don't accept jesus yet but i find mm-hmm. that it's interesting that they're getting focused on god's word because clearly we know the old testament speaks of jesus i think that as the antichrist and satan's regime continues on Satan can never be successful at anything, so it'll be so obvious that it's a failure, and I think people will be open to the gospel. So when we read about the last day's revival, if you want to talk about revival in the sense of a great evangelism uh, outreach, I really do believe we're talking about what happens in the tribulation period, and clearly because of these witnesses, because of of the 144,000 electronic technology, really the message is going to be presented to the whole world. And I love the fact that the Antichrist can't stop them for three and a half years. I mean, here he is, here's his regime, here's the mark of the beast and and all this stuff going on. And yet, no matter how badly he wants to kill these two witnesses, he can't kill them. So I don't know if that's helpful or not. If if I've leave, if I've left more questions than I've answered, I promise you a whole message is coming up on this. Well, and 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 as well, we are seeing God work in miraculous ways even now mm-hmm. around the world. And because of technology, and because you can translate just about anything anywhere, one could argue that the gospel has been made available to almost every corner of the world. Yeah, I mean, at least it. At some point in history, mm-hmm. it has been. But I, I do believe that during the tribulation period, again, because of electronic technology, I believe the whole world will be able to hear the, the witness of these 144,000 and specifically these two witnesses. Uh, if I left something vague a few moments ago, I'd like to circle back around and, and cover it. Uh, when I talk about seeing an attitude in the world that really does speak about what happens in Revelation 11, there's such a hostility today toward Christians mm-hmm. and Christianity and any kind of gospel witness. Um, I really do think I see that attitude developing where these people are so happy that these two witnesses are finally dead that they give each other presents. Right. And, and you just really see that growing in intensity. Well, and right now, in some parts of the world, when... Christians are are attacked, mm-hmm. you know, um, even if it's like a suicide bomb or whatever, in that sending country, they do celebrate. They do. Even yeah. now, oh, they have well, a celebration. I mean, it's a big Even parade. going back to what happened in 9-11, there were mm-hmm. parts of the world that were celebrating. They were celebrating. Yeah. Right. But here the celebration is going to be that these two witnesses who have preached Jesus, that they're finally mm-hmm. dead. Mm-hmm. And while they're watching them in the streets of Jerusalem, this is where it takes place, mm-hmm. the Bible tells us that God is going to ascend them to heaven and the whole world will see it. Which
it's, which is interesting because until the technology of today's times, that scripture in Revelation would not be possible mm-hmm. for the whole world to see them. But today, and, we, and we've heard, you know, even in some poverty-stricken parts of the world where people, I've, I've been told where they're even living in grass huts and they have cell phones. Still have smartphones, yeah. Yeah, so right. uh, it, it's just an extraordinary time. So Well, we are living in extraordinary times, yes, we aren't are. we? Because yes, we, we can see these things taking shape. Now, I believe from what I see in Scripture, we'll be gone before all this happens. Um, well, one more thing, and I don't want to get off on another topic, but there, there are those who think that, uh, that the rapture will happen in the middle of the tribulation, and they mm-hmm. look at these believers and they say oh this is a sign that the church is going through tribulation but they are one these believers are one through the witness of jewish people which takes us back to daniel's 70th week but in any event all this is happening it's happening we're seeing it build up even in our lifetime yes we're living exciting days well and thank you again for sending these questions and we do love to hear from you if anytime you want to send something to us if you will just text talk to us to ninety-seven thousand. We get your uh, questions that way, or you can drop a comment. I've tried to catch up with the comments on YouTube or Facebook, so we love to hear from you. We love those questions. So I hope that uh, helps you today, or maybe it created more questions in your mind. But that, either way, we hope that's a blessing today. As we close this morning, Mark, would you lead us in a word of prayer? Sure will. Father, thank you for giving us your word so that we're not left chartless uh, without knowing what the future holds. And so we ask you in Jesus' name to help us be found faithful Uh, to be sharing the good news even now so that people will be ready when you come back. Thank you for what you're doing in the world. And Lord, it's a joy to know that everything that seems so crazy today is still under your sovereignty and under your control. We give you glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today. We'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.